What's up, guys? Welcome to the So I Was Thinking podcast. It's your boys, Rowan. I'm playing no part in it. I'm not taking any. And your co-host. Nope. Felipe. Not a part of this. I don't know what type of noise that was that you, you started this about? episode with. Uh, but I think Jesus said it best. My voice done be shot. He said, get behind me, Satan. And that's the energy that I'm sticking with. Yeah. 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 Yep. So this is, this is, I mean, we announced this, we didn't announce this last episode, but we announced a change. And every time we do a change, we start a new season. So welcome to season two. Nope. Season four. Wait, what? Episode two of season four. Yeah. We didn't announce that. We we just did the no YouTube thing. Yeah. I thought it was implied. Oh. I had some Ooh. I had some uh gluten free pretzels right before this. I'm gonna be honest. I'm feeling a bit nauseous because they didn't taste very good, but I'm hungry. They don't, they don't taste that bad, and I doubt it was just the gluten-free pretzels because you tried to eat a few things in this little break that we had in between recording. That's true. I did have the expired raisins. Expired raisins? Yeah, I had a few. Ra- oh, yeah. Let's see if I can make it through this episode without passing out or throwing up. Okay. We'll see. All right. So yeah, I took some drugs right before taking no. <laughs> this. Um. So here's here's uh still behind the scenes. We tried to record this episode twice. Okay, we we went over the whole. We don't have to. We go did into detail because we. If you want to hear the whole story of why, um, this is our third us, time yeah, recording. Why it this took episode? us so much. Time to record this. It was the whole thing. Listen to the beginning of the last episode. But here's here's the actual thing. We basically went over this, so hopefully this should be smooth sailing. Yeah, we know exactly what we're going to say. Yeah. Yeah, for the most part. That was loud. That was loud. It's almost like you're holding a microphone <laughs> right in front of your face, and whatever you do is going to get picked. If you turn the microphone away from you, then we won't hear... The noises you make. Yeah, heard that. <laughs> uh, anyway, so uh, the goal of season four is more, uh, well, deeper content uh, and more conversation with the sake or with the goal of uh, being able to provide more theologically sound conversation, but then also conversation that helps us grow so we're changing up the format a little bit but then also changing up the format entirely because now we're just audio but season four we're doing something new we're the doing something new podcast continued from season three uh season five we might be in space hopefully to the moon baby don't yeah. join by the way, we did take some of our uh, sponsor money and invest in Dogecoin, but we pulled out too late, so we're broke. <laughs> Story of my life. Stop. <laughs> um, 
So to get on to the episode, um, so today what we're talking about is um, justification, right? Uh, the purpose of this. What are you talking about? Why? Bad. For who? For the audio quality. Man, that's crazy. So today we're talking about um, justification. And this topic is really interesting to me because uh, I, I've grown up in the church and I've talked about that. But um, I recently have been doing a lot more reading and stuff like that. And I read a book about justification because I've I've been li- listening to like all these sermons and justification keeps on being brought up in all these different things. And I realized that I didn't even really know what it was. And so I read a book about it. And I came to the realization that there are certain topics that aren't talked about, not because they're taboo or something like that, but because a lot of them are really heady and um, you don't want to overwhelm people with too much information all at once, right? So there's so much, so many topics and so much deeper context that's in the Bible that we kind of leave out for the sake of simplifying it. And I'm learning about justification, and as I read this book, I was like, dang, like, this seems like an extremely important thing. Like, why didn't I know about this earlier? Granted, half the book went over my head, but I was like, this is, like, this is super important. And I think our, our the purpose of this episode is um, to talk about stuff like, or not stuff, to talk about justification specifically in a conversational manner where it's just me and Felipe sitting on the couch talking about it so that anybody could understand. Um, and not only that, that because uh, this is not going to be an exhaustive um, discussion about justification. No, because justification is a big topic. Yeah, it's massive. There's so many different schools of thought and stuff like that. So it can very easily get overwhelming. But hopefully this gives you a good idea of what justification is. So when it's mentioned in a sermon or something, you know what's being talked about. But if you listen to this and you're like, this is super interesting. This seems like really important. I should learn more about this. You go out and actually learn more about it. So this is like a stepping stone into it. But the goal of this is so that is that we have just a conversation about something that um, would take a lot of time in like a sermon or something to really give you a good idea. But understanding that this is not an exhaustive conversation about justification. Yeah. Um, and I, I asked you this question the second time we tried to record this, but I'm going to ask it again because I feel like it's important. Um, and you touched on this a little bit, but um, I feel like when... So justification... Is something that you'll hear in a sermon. It's something that you'll hear, um, you know, in a talk or in a podcast or whatever. You'll read about it in the Bible. Um, but it's not necessarily, like, in the beginner's guide to the Bible. Yeah. Well, maybe it is. But when you're starting out in your faith, I feel like you learn the books of the Bible. You learn some of the big names. Maybe you memorize a few verses. But justification, hap- like you lo- you dig into justification kind of like how our podcast has progressed, right? Like we've talked about like some, 
I, not pretty basic things in our first few episodes, but like as we've grown in our faith, right? Like the topics and the conversations that we have, they differ and they've gotten deeper. And we're like, we're diving deep into like some big theological things uh, now that we've grown a bit in our faith. And so I'm going to ask Rowan this, even though he's talked a little bit about this. Obviously, this isn't Sunday school yeah. justification. How did we get here? Like, how did you get here where you're reading a book about justification and now you're like, oh, man, we should make a whole episode on this. Yeah. So I think people in general tend to hit a plateau in their Christianity where they're going to church like before they're unbelieving. Right. And then they find saving faith. They start going to church. They read more about the Bible, blah, 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 blah. And then life kind of comes in. And you fit into a sort of routine, right? Where it's wake up, go to work, five days a week, enjoy Saturday, wake up early, go to church on Sunday, repeat, right? You're not, and I'm not talking about the people who like, we, we've talked about like lukewarm Christians or people who say they're Christian and, but then party on the, during the week. I'm not even talking about those people. I'm just talking about the people who have found their routine and who are who are Christians and like you, they can even be like at work act like Christians but they stay there right they're stagnant they've like plateaued in their Christianity yeah. where all they learn is at church um but i think it's our obligation to go out and seek more right whether it's like studying the bible for yourself or going out and reading books on justification or something like that. Because for me, I don't want to do like word studies and stuff like that. That's not where I want to begin. But going into doctrine like justification, that sounds more interesting. So you can go into like what interests you, right? If you want to learn about like the Greek roots of the words and stuff like that, that's cool for you. Go ahead and do that. But you can also start, you can start wherever you want, you know? And I think... It's just, it's important for us to get over that plateau and get over that kind of learning curve where, like, you just get into your routine and you're you're constantly looking for new knowledge um, in your faith because there's so much to learn um, and there's so much uh, that we could be doing to, like, enrich our knowledge. Because um, I'll also say this right now, um, learning about stuff like this, like justification, although it's like, um, I don't want to say like, you're not a real Christian if you can't define justification. Yeah, that's not it at all. You could, I feel like you could go your whole life without learning justification, and still be a a good Christian. Maybe. Yeah, I I think that's possible, right? Yeah, maybe so, you. I would I would say this. Maybe you don't know the definition, but I think in order to be a good Christian, you have to understand this concept. Yeah, and we'll we'll get into it. Like you'll know the con concept but you don't have a firm understanding about justification yeah you maybe you can't do a whole podcast episode on it yeah or give a whole yeah, yeah, yeah. like college presentation yeah and uh, like and that's fine like if you don't what i'm trying to say is that doesn't save you your knowledge of the bible doesn't save you right but and this is what i found talking to people at work or at uh practice just people who don't know god tend to be, I, I've come across more agnostic people than I have just complete atheists. And so I found myself 
more answering questions about who God is and theology behind God than trying to prove that God is real, Mm. you know? And I think that's what people think happens all the time when really it's like, are you able to explain why God does the things that God does to agnostic people who are just trying to figure stuff out? Um, And I think learning about deeper doctrine like justification is how you really get thorough answers for those questions. Because I think when you have, when someone tries to catch you with a question, or even if they're just genuinely interested and you have a deep biblical, like answer for them, that signifies that, you know what you're talking about. You're not just making this stuff up on the spot. This isn't just something you do on the weekends. This is something that Mm. you are specialized in almost. And, (coughs) excuse me. I even found like while reading the book on justification, I had a conversation with a coworker and I was able to use what I was, what I was reading about to like enrich my answers to him. Um, not to make myself look good, but so that he can understand God more. Yeah, that's awesome. So we're, we're talking about justification and let's switch up. Well, really, we're not switching up the order of how we did things because you don't know how we did things the last time we tried <laughs> to record this. But let's give some biblical uh, foundation for where we're at. Um, I think I think for your sake as a listener, um, the book of Romans is a really good place to start when it comes to justification. And here's why. Paul writes this letter to the Christians in Rome, and he is addressing both Jewish people who understand um, the concept of uh, sin and the ramifications of being forgiven from sin under the old covenant of the law. And then he's writing to a church that also has Romans and Gentiles who have no idea, right? Like their version of sacrifice and their versions of offering had to do with pleasing gods or getting things from gods, right? Like it had it had very little to do with being forgiven from sin for a, from a god, right? Like Zeus wasn't there holding people accountable. Zeus was there just zapping people. Yeah. Uh, and so the he writes this letter and he starts off by addressing uh, you know how um no one is right not even one like we've all sinned and fallen short of the glory of god like he starts building this whole theological argument under the premises that like sin is real and therefore we've all sinned against god um and in romans chapter 5 he kind of brings it to a really good place for us to understand justification because in romans chapter 5 he introduces original sin and I think in order for us to talk about justification, we need to talk about original sin. Original sin being this. God gave Adam a command. God, Adam was the first man. He was the first one created. And Adam sinned. And sin is an intentional rebellion against God. It's not just missing the mark. It's missing the mark intentionally. It's rebellion against God. And Adam did that. And Paul makes a case saying, hey, listen, because one man sinned, we've all sinned. We've all fallen short of the glory of God. It's like you are born sinful. You are born a sinner. You are born in rebellion toward a holy, perfect God. 
right? And so we have this concept of original sin, which is important for us to understand, because if we can understand original sin, we can understand the need for a savior, because we're not basing this conversation, we're not basing this idea off of, well, this person just wasn't a good person. This person just wasn't, um, you know, maybe they didn't do enough good things, or, hey, there's a way that, you know, maybe okay fine we're we're born bad but we can do good no 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 we're all starting off at the same starting line and we're way behind because there's no way we as humans are going to appease and uh pay our debt to a holy god right so original sin um oh i opened up the john five my bad uh so romans chapter five uh paul says this Therefore, since we have been justified by faith, we have peace with God through our Lord Jesus Christ. There's an important word there. Actually, there's a few important words there. But the one that we need to understand is having peace with God. I think the Bible makes it clear, and God says that sin is his enemy. Therefore, sinners are his enemy. God stands in direct opposition to sin. And so until you are justified by faith through grace in Jesus, you are an enemy of God. Now, you are welcomed and, and adopted into the family of God, right? Like that's the, that's, that's the process of sanctification and justification and adoption into the family of God. But until you get there, you stand in direct opposition to God. You are an enemy of God. Now, by being justified... We are, we have peace with God. But, Ro, there's another aspect here that's super important. It is being justified by faith. Yes. So. Hmm. I'm sorry. Oh, because we don't no. have video right now, we're a little bit more lax. And I think when I cut the pause there, I woke him up from a nap. No, that's not. What I was thinking, this is going to get a little meta, but I think you skipped over defining justification to begin with. Because you went straight into... I did. I did, but so that you can... Yeah, and and me thinking there was just me trying to figure out a way that I can bridge faith alone with defining justification. But now that I'm talking about it, let's define justification. So... The way I think of justification is almost the legal aspect of our salvation. Yeah, salvation, that's a good word to use. Uh, it's the legal aspect of our salvation. So if we imagine uh, a divine courtroom with God as the judge and us as the guilty, right? We have to atone for our sins, right? We have yeah. to be held accountable for our sins in front of a holy God, because God is holy and he is wrathful and he hates sin. So he hates our sinful nature. Uh, the Bible calls us enemies of God because of our sin, right? So we need, like, we, we need to atone for that. Now, what justification is, is the idea that we are justified by faith alone um, in front of God because of Jesus's Death and the reason why Jesus's death, uh, the reason why we're justified through Jesus's death is because he was righteous, which means right with God, and he was blameless and without sin, and yet he died, and then rose again and conquered death. Right. So, because Jesus was blameless, 
and he was righteous in front of God. He's the only person who would, was able to stand in front of God, and God had couldn't find anything wrong with him. Yeah. Right? He was, and he was wrongfully killed, right? But he could stand in front of God and be completely righteous. He gives that righteousness to us. So we can share in Jesus' righteousness because he was perfect and because he's God, right? And the way we accept that gift or access that gift that Christ has given us um, is, um, is by faith alone. And what that means is, because this can get, uh, this can get really complicated, and this is kind of where justification gets complicated. But um, faith alone means nothing can save us but our faith in Christ, right? Yep. No matter how much we do, what, no matter how much money we give to the poor, no matter how much time we spend at the food pantry, no matter how much. Uh, by of the Bible we read, there's no amount of good works that can make us righteous in front of God. It is only our faith that allows us to be seen as right in front of God. Faith in Jesus that we can be seen as right in God. Now, that isn't to say you go to church, confess your faith, and then do whatever you want on the weekend, right? Yep. There are good works that back that up, right? So our good works aren't the reason that we have justification. They support faith, which is the reason why we have justification, if that makes sense. Uh, because faith, part, the the big thing about faith is a uh, true, genuine faith comes from obedience to Christ, right? In order to have faith in Christ, we must be obedient to Christ. And through our obedience, we do these good works because that is what Jesus commands us to do. Um, yeah, in John, in the book of John, he says, if you love me, you'll obey my commandments. Yeah. Um, uh, yes, so through obedience, we do good works, and good works support our faith and make our faith genuine because I think it, it was in uh, James. Um, yep, faith without works is dead. Yeah, and stagnant. Right? <laughs> no, just dead. <laughs> just dead? Yeah. Right. I thought it was stagnant as well. <laughs> My bad. So, yeah. So, when we talk about justification and faith alone, that's what we're talking about. We're talking about how our faith in Christ is in faith alone, and that's the definition of justification, all that. Now, Felipe, why is this important? Why, why, why is just justification a big deal. Why is it taught? Because we we mentioned before that even though you don't have to be able to define it or preach a sermon about it, you still need to know what just... And even if you don't know the word for it specifically, you kind of need to know what justification is is in order to like be a good Christian. So why, why is that, I guess? Yeah. Um, I think you need to understand that... Um, Justification is a huge deal, um, and I think how you understand the fact that you have been justified, you have been made right before God through Christ, um, you it, it can change a lot about your understanding. Mm -hmm. And I didn't talk about this before, but 
Paul says it like this. Um, because of his faith, he can approach boldly the throne of God. Um, right? Like we can approach boldly the throne of God. And we don't get to do that unless we are justified. Yeah. Right? Like if we are that, still that, living in sin. That's real quick. I don't mean... I don't mean to interrupt you, but I am. So keep your thought. That's a, that that specific wording. I think is so crazy. Boldly, how can we boldly come to the throne of God? Like with all with all of our sin, with all of our transgressions against God, how can we ever boldly come up to the throne of right? God? Like that sounds. <laughs> it sounds like Paul is talking crazy right there. Yeah, and. And I think for the most part, we would be, if not for understanding that he has been justified through the blood of Jesus, right? Yeah. Like he has been made right. And so therefore he can boldly approach the throne of God. And so like we, when we, if we understand the concept of justification, if we understand this concept, like, because I think, I think we, if we don't understand this concept correctly, and we don't understand the implications of justification. I think it, it leads us to live a life of shameful Christianity mm. where we can, I think we all understand, right? Like if you're, if you're a Christian and you listen to this episode, you understand the concept of sin, right? Like we're going to go back to this for a second just to move forward, right? Like we understand sin. If we think that, if we, for whatever reason, feel like we haven't been made right before God, then we, like, I think it's easy in a relationship to God to go, like, I, I mean, I get it. I accepted Jesus. I'm trying to live this life. But, man, God, he might still strike me down at any minute. Like, I'm, I'm trying so hard to live this perfect life. And, again, faith without works is dead. There is an aspect of our our. our our faith and our religion that needs to be worked out physically and actionably. Like we need to do things right. Like to work out our faith, to work out our salvation. However, you know, like if we don't understand justification, we might be feeling like, man, God's going to strike me down at any minute. If I, if I mess yeah. up like one, you know, like maybe God accepted me in this condition and I have to at least stay in this condition, you know, like, I can't get any worse because this is how God found me. This is how he accepted me. Boom. And so if you don't understand justification, you might never approach the throne of God boldly. You might never see God as your father that actually desires relationship with you. And that's the point of justification. The point of justification is that without Jesus, without being made right in the eyes of God, you have no right to relationship. You have no chance standing before the throne of God. Yeah. And so if you were to come to him with your prayers, with your petitions, with your ask, with your wants, with your needs, with your praise, with your worship, you stand no chance before a holy God. Yeah. But if you understand the concept of justification, that changes your relationship a little bit because you go, oh, wait a minute. Wait a minute. I am not worthy, but I'm made right yeah. and before yet, God. Jesus, yeah. And yet I'm made right because of Jesus. And and that that whole concept is why when reading justification, 
I was just so like, I was so grateful, you know, and I was so, um, there's one song that I'll happily plugged called Underdressed by Gable Price and Friends. And it, it kind of, it kind of, love has, that song. Yeah. And, um, it has lyrics that go fit very well with, um, oh, yeah, yeah, justification yeah. Yeah, yeah, because yeah. it's, um, it's, it's like, ah, <laughs> oh, I'm getting, I'm getting excited. And so I'm you want not, me to pull up the lyrics? I'm not able to think. Well, I think that whole song is just great because it's the whole song is talking about how there is there is a God enthroned in His Majesty, right? He could, I can't say that. Uh, he can just do whatever he wants, and yet he still desires a relationship with the dirty sinner that rebels against him over and over and over again. And not only that, he sent his son to die wrongfully. Right? Can, I, can I read the bridge? Go ahead. Can I read the lyrics to the bridge? Because yeah, yeah. this is probably my favorite song. It says, hold on, let me, <laughs> get the, let me find it. Uh, I'm feasting with the king who left his throne for me and throwed upon, upon my praises in clothes and majesty. He is holy and I am underdressed. Uh, I'm feasting with the king who left his throne for me. Forgiveness isn't fair, but it's my reality. Love that line. He is holy and I am underdressed. I um, love that line. I think I I think that's my favorite line. I think that's one of my favorite lines ever. You, Forgiveness re- isn't fair, yeah. but it's my reality. I love that. Like it's not f- we don't deserve that. And this is I think this we we did an episode on the will of God and just kind of echoing what we said there. It's like when people talk about, well, is Jesus the only way? Uh, or the question I've gotten is, if if you don't believe in Jesus, are you just screwed? And it, it's funny because it's like, it's frustrating, right? Because it's like, you don't want to say yes, but it, it is yes, right? But it's not because God doesn't like those people. It's that those people don't deserve God. We don't deserve God. Christians don't deserve God. Atheists don't deserve God. Nobody deserves God, but he died for everybody. Everybody has equal opportunity. Um, and the fact that we have the opportunity to begin with is such a great gift. And it's like, how do you how do you express that to somebody? Like, the fact that you have the opportunity alone to be reconciled with God is... Ah, uh, it's... Just, it's uh, this is why when I read the book, I was like, why didn't I know this? Because between that song, reading this book, and then at the time, my uh, our pastor was doing a, has been going through Matthew, and he was going through the Beatitudes. And he was talking about the heart behind the law and what sin actually is, where it's like you're a murderer if you've even been mad at somebody. You're an adulterer if you've even lost it after somebody. It's like how long of a list my sins are, how great of a God that I serve, the fact that he would die for me and justify me with his own righteousness, how is that fair? How do I, I don't deserve that. And like, if I lived my whole life without knowing that, what I'd be missing out on. Because there's such joy in that. There's such joy in knowing that this great and awesome God desires you so much that he's able to give his son, his perfect, blameless, righteous son, 
up so that we can be justified just for you. I think that's that's incredible. Yeah. Ooh. Yeah. Yeah. And if we go if we go back to these lyrics um and then mirror it to the Bible, the Jesus tells a parable about a wedding feast that happens and he invites and and the father and, his his son is getting married, and so the father wants all of the prominent people there, all of his friends there, all of his friends turn down the invitation. Uh, they're all busy. And then they, he says, you know, go and invite all the random people that you can find. And all these people show up in tattered clothes, right? But then in Revelation, we read about, like, the marriage feast of the Lamb, where it's it's the celebration of Christ bringing his bride to him and, and this celebration that happens in heaven or in the new heaven and the new earth, you know, wherever it happens. But that line like really hits home for me because when you think about it, he is holy and I am underdressed. It's like, can you imagine coming face to face with the most powerful being in all of existence, God? Yeah. And you have this realization that you don't belong there at all. It's like, it's like if you got invited to meet the president like last minute and you had just come from the gym. Like you're all sweaty, you're all nasty, and you show up to like this correspondence dinner and everybody's dressed up and it's this ball and everybody's fancy and you immediately look around and you're like, oh, I don't, I definitely don't belong here. But you have an invitation from the president himself. Like he picked you up and he said, I don't care what you look like, you're coming. Right? Like everybody else in the room is looking at you like, bro, you're missing out. And the president is looking at them like, no, I invited him. He's my guest of honor. Yeah. Like, this is justification. We have a seat at the table with God Almighty. Yeah. And, yeah. and we clearly don't belong, but we do. Our name is on the list. Yeah. We're on the invite list because we've been justified by his blood, by his son. In faith in his son. Mm -hmm. This is justification. Like that's why it's important to know. Because you're not on the outside. And if you understand that. You you can boldly approach the throne of God. You have equal access to God. God is in you. And you're not. You don't live a, uh, in a shamed Christian life. You live a life emboldened by the power of the Holy Spirit. To understand I am a son of God. Or a daughter of God. And you get to live that. And to wrap up this episode, Ro, do you think now understanding justification or understanding justification better, do you think that it gives you more assurance in your faith? This is an interesting question because you asked me. So we, we've recorded this episode twice, uh, and you asked me this last episode, and I said yes and no, right? Because, uh, and before I said, there's just like this daunting overhanging thing, like being right, like, can I ever be sure that I'm right with God, right? Um, and it, it's just a little bit daunting. And that's a question that we really, when planning this episode, we really didn't uh, talk about too much. It was a little bit on the spot, which is fine. But, um as we wrap up and going through this episode again in that last little segment, I think, I think 
learning about justification absolutely makes me absolutely helps my assurance. Yeah. In my faith, right? Because what it does is learning about just the gravity of the situation makes me lean so much more on Christ to begin with, right? Because when when I humble myself and think to myself, like, I am not worthy of this awesome gift that he's given us, and yet he still gives it to us or gives it to me, like, that just makes me lean all the more on Jesus. And by leaning that much closer to Jesus, I'm able to have that boldness that you were talking about, have that boldness to approach the throne of God, which... (laughs) Every time I say it, it sounds blasphemous. Because I'm like, how can I be bold approaching the throne of God? It's knowing that you're made righteous. Yeah. It's crazy. It's crazy, 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 crazy. <laughs> All right. With that being said, thank you guys so much for listening. Follow us on our social media. Um, share with your friends and family if you like this episode. Um, if you see us, give us feedback. We love hearing from you we guys. love feedback yeah we also just love hearing you guys talk about the episode and like you don't even have to like tell us about like if it changed your life or something but even if you're like oh hey you made a kind of a funny joke that one episode yeah that really makes Rowan happy because yeah i just like talking to people about it except for if it's talking about me like spreading poop on something or something like that which admittedly is my fault. But follow us on social media. Ask questions if you have them. Yeah. Help us to continue the conversation. We look forward to season four. Yeah. Good night, babes. <laughs>